0: Welcome to the very first episode, and hopefully it's not horrible, of the Dirt Exchange podcast. I'm Chris, alongside my older, much older, but a little bit wiser, co-host Pat, aka The Dirk. You got her, Chris.
1: You got her Eons older. Thank you. Um, welcome to the Dirt Exchange, um, guys and gals, and uh, um, I'm excited to get this off, off and running off the ground here.
0: You know we talked about doing a podcast for for so long but the problem is there's millions of them out there so we need to find a way to make ourselves stand out from everybody else so uh, obviously being in the heart of nebraska um, the thing that drives our country is the farmers and the ag world so uh, we want to do a real unfiltered well Semi unfiltered, you know, there is a chance that my mother-in-law may listen to this So uh, that's what we're gonna do and hopefully everybody enjoys it
1: And I'll tell you man um, The Agus industry is about as real and unfiltered as it gets.
0: Yeah, and I, and I don't think a lot of people realize the the impact that the farmers the ranchers the the dealerships in the ag world have on our on our you know our economy it's uh it's the, really the driving force you know these guys buy everything retail and sell it wholesale you know so they uh they're hard-working people and you know hats off to them
1: and i know there are a lot of you know a lot of stressed farmers right now at this time you know with the crazy 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 flooding and rain we've had going on this spring and and heck into the
0: early summer it's it's just not letting up well we we had this thing set up to tape and film and had a flash rain come through and had to pull it all in and reset it all up but you know it's right now i think in the country we're 60 maybe 65 percent planted for corn right now so I, i know there's a lot of guys that are you know kind of frustrated with that but Good news is there are people going, fields are planted, much like the the one behind there is going to be some replants. But I was reading an article the other day that a lot of these guys that are doing replants or have not gotten their crop in yet are switching to a grain sorghum to to subs, subsidize what they're what they're doing. It's a lot cheaper per acre to do. I think about averages thirteen and a half dollars for seed per acre compared to the. 85 and a half for corn. And uh, there's a a good byproduct from that is that the way the roots are formulated and and dig way down deep, they actually uh, help provide a better yield for the corn and the cotton and the beans that are coming in afterwards uh, for the following years. So.
1: You know, it might be a heck of a strategy. It might be a heck of a strategy for their business model. I mean, it's just, everyone has to cater to their business.
0: You know, good point, Chris. Another hot topic in this world today is Russia, but we're not going to go into what everybody's been hearing about. What have you heard about Russia?
1: Well, it's amazing. I uh, I was listening listening to, um, well, not listening, but I was reading an article the other day, um, and and it kind of amazed me. You know, beings that they're predicting, you know, market conditions to be up and down and topsy turvy and so forth, but um russia the good point you brought it up chris is is they're they're really hot right now and uh and they they're a big wheat producer and uh and uh their wheat's burning up yeah and uh you know the u.s is one of the biggest if not the biggest i think
0: exporter i I think it is yeah
1: um out to that out to those countries or out to russia and so forth and in europe um but uh i i think you know the point to this story is in the next 30 to 45 days
0: um we're gonna see wheat rebound yeah. over over our corn and beans yeah and I, and I know wheat's a huge deal i was actually just talking to a guy in illinois and it kind of surprised me because there's not a whole lot of wheat around here we're mainly big row crop stuff corn beans that that type of thing but uh they're like he's like Three, four days away from from starting his his wheat harvest that's what i've heard that's so what I've heard, hopefully yeah. they have a good crop and it and sounds like they're gonna have that. a
1: good crop that's, yeah that's that's what that's the way it sounds talking yeah to and, these and, farmers and right i think now. a lot
0: of it is that that winter wheat that they had going on it, it has done real well that's so, that's
1: reports i've read too yep. so
0: since this is a new show people are probably going to wonder what's the structure what are we what are we going to do well i think it'd be a good idea to talk about some of the pressing issues that that farmers or, or dealerships or ranchers are running into, and then also you know have some guys on here that have some some expertise in this industry, some some good knowledgeable guys. Um, I know I have a lot of good customers down in the southern part of the states, and they're they're pretty good cards. So it'll yeah. be it'll be fun to have them on and and just talk about things that actually matter and uh, you know, you know and, affect everything.
1: And and a good point there that matter. And you know I mean we are going to make this matter. We are going to talk about market trends too. Not only market trends in the agriculture business, um, but market trends that will apply to someone's business.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, these are business owners. Yeah. Every one of these if if no matter if they have 40 acres, no matter if they have 20,000 acres, yeah. they are business owners. So yeah. we we're, we're going to talk talk about those market who, trends. Who
0: uh, who are we going to have on today?
1: Um, we are going to have Nick Prenz on today. Okay. Very, and very
0: knowledgeable man. He's a territory manager for DPA Auctions, yes, is that he right? Is.
1: Yes, he is.
0: Sounds good. Well, we'll uh, get Nick on here and ask him some questions. Sounds good. <laughs> well, we'd like to welcome Nick Prenzlow to the Dirt Exchange. Nick, you're a territory manager for DPA Auctions. Yeah, yeah. Happy to be here. Well, perfect. Thanks for coming. Well, tell the tens of listeners that we may have um, a little bit of background on what what, what you're all about. Me? Yeah. Well,
2: like I said, excited to be here. I know you guys want this to be successful, which is why I'm questioning why you had me on first. But, uh, no, been uh, been with DPA for I don't know the exact day, probably about 12 years now. Okay. So. Um, so a lot of industry knowledge. Yeah. Well, sure. Yeah. As, as
0: much as 12 years can get you. There you go. You know. Well, um, what uh, what kind of trends are you seeing out there? I know, obviously, with being the weird year we've had there's got to be a little disruption of the normal flow yeah yeah there is i uh
2: um was looking last night and i don't have the exact source but different year a lot of things have happened but actually since 2000 on equipment that's one to three years old there's actually been about a 230 percent increase wow and and well 2019 years uh, of that type of equipment that's sold so that that gives you a little bit of idea how things have changed. Yeah. You know, as far as that goes. Newer equipment, guys just getting it. Obviously, a bunch of different factors, a lot of different problems. Yeah. Guys sending stuff out there. Yeah. But at the same time, also, nice, used load hour quality equipment is really, really selling well, Yeah, holding value. Yeah. With, which has been the case yeah. a lot of times, but even more so now because of. The difference in the price of
0: what you paid for it 10 years ago to what you do now? Well, 40-20s. 40, 40 well, they yeah. were They were less than 10 grand new, and some of them sell for 9, 10 grand pretty easy now. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Do you, do you see people holding on to their machinery a little bit longer with some of the uncertainty that we've had? You know, Chris, I, I do.
2: And not to sound too vague, but it, it, it's a case-by-case yeah. case basis. You know, like you said with this year normally guys that you know they, they get out of bed and set their feet on the ground and they know what they got they know what their costs are they know what they got for inputs and I think right now a lot of guys are just gonna pull yeah you know they, they they're they not they don't know their guaranteed income they don't know what they got out here you yeah. know and what's going to be coming in so I think a lot of guys are looking at their operation you know looking at their partners the wife the kids and saying here's what we got let's ride this year out yeah and Evaluate next year. You know, you're seeing a lot of that for sure.
0: You know. Yeah. What's What's your take on guys that 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 are going to hold the piece for a little bit longer, rather than maybe moving it for you know cash flow or operating cash type mentality? Well, we could spend a lot of time on that <laughs>
2: if we wanted to. Um, again, it's a difference of opinion. I mean, I I think for me, if if, if I was looking at it, you know. If you had to move some cash, you'll look at what are the critical, essential pieces yeah. to your operation that you got. A lot of guys are gonna open up them doors to the shed and have that piece back there in the corner, those pieces back there in the corner, and say, okay, you know, we really haven't used them. Yeah, we haven't done silage in two years. We haven't done it. Yeah. I know we we're thinking we might have. We thought we could hold on to it, but we need the cash, so let's yeah. get rid of it. Well, good. You know, a, a lot of guys are getting their hands forced that way that they might not have before, I guess that luxury to some isn't isn't there yeah like, like it used to be
0: yeah yeah i so. mean especially like i said again the year that we've had has kind of turned everybody around and they're thinking so hopefully uh we have a good harvest and, oh yeah and move everything through i know there's a lot of optimism with a lot of these guys that are out there and and they're having to do things a little bit different but the nice thing is it's kind of forcing them out of their comfort zone a little bit yeah and uh kind of reinventing themselves a little bit so making them
2: you gotta sharpen the
0: pencil. Yeah. That's absolutely. for sure.
2: That's for sure.
0: So. Well, thanks for being our first oh, guest. No, absolutely. We appreciate it. Hopefully, uh, we can have you back so they don't kill us. <laughs> if, and, if I didn't and butcher off air. if I didn't butcher it too bad, <laughs> you, you,
2: you might ask me back. Yeah, I think
0: I think it'll work. So well guys, that's it for the first uh, and hopefully again, not horrible episode of the Dirtcast, Dirt Cast. The Dirt Exchange Podcast. <laughs> it helps
2: it, it helps when you get the name right. It, know, does. it does. It does. It's all about name recognition. Yeah. Thank you.